Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. BJ Buck, uh, back together here. Buck, I am on the West Coast. You are on the East Coast. In fact, in New York, uh, ahead of a big game, a meaningful game that's getting ready to kick off here with the Jags, your Jags that you cover, uh, taking on the New York Jets. A lot on the line for both these teams, man. We're going we're gonna to talk about that in just a second about where those teams are headed and what their future looks like, as well as a little bit about the Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll touch on that, and we're also going to look at some uh, some wildcard teams that are dangerous, as well as we're going to try and give some presents to the teams with the top five picks in the draft, see if we can't make them better. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. I am uh, great. You know, it's, it's crazy because holiday season is here, and so the football weekend is uh, – I kind of moved up. You know, so we got the Thursday game, we got Saturday games, you got Christmas and all that other stuff. So it It'll be fun to kind of experience it, but man, it is chilly, chilly, chilly in New York. Yeah, you are going to be doing some. Uh, you're going to do some labor of love uh, this this evening here, as this mm-hmm. game's getting ready to kick off here. You are uh, actually some. If you're watching this, the games uh, might already even be going, but it's it's right about now, and you are going to be outside on the sidelines in freezing uh, weather, and a little mm-hmm. wet, a little uh, a little rainy out there. 
And then I am going to go to another freezing place for the last game of the week. That's going to be Monday night in Indianapolis. Spoiler alert, I'll but be you're inside. Buck. <laughs> you're inside, though. You're inside, so that's not fair. You're inside, you get to see yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Nick Foles make his debut for the Colts as a starting quarterback. So that should be fun for you. Um, you got to learn up on all the new things that are happening with him playing quarterback. Um, your team is in a fight for a postseason bid as well. And so there's a lot on the line all weekend. And I think this is the fun part of the year. Uh, we get through it and we always talk about uh, wanting to see your team play meaningful games down the stretch. And so now you get to the final three or four games. You're trying to figure out who's going to be in the tournament. You have some teams that are already in the tournament. They're contemplating the rest versus ruts debate. Do we want to rest our players? Do you want to play our players? Are they going to be rusty when you get into the postseason? All of those things are kind of coming into play. And then you have teams that are also fighting for pole position for next year's draft. So they don't necessarily want to win. They want to be competitive, but they're okay adding another loss to the ledger. So there's a lot of stuff going on. This is the fun part of the year. Yeah, fun part of the year, no doubt. Um, The game with the Jags-Jets. I'm curious, just from your take, being around this Jags team, what would you attribute, outside of we can all look at Trevor Lawrence and his play over the last handful of games, how outstanding he's been, but what else is it about this team that's kind of got this thing flipped around to the point now where you control your own uh, fate here? You can go ahead and win out and get into the postseason. I, I think what I've learned being around this team, coaching matters. And coaching matters in the pros a lot. And it's the subtle things that coaches do that separates them from other coaches. I think Doug Peterson's experience as a what I'll call a two-time Super Bowl winner, one as a champion. Uh, we played together in Green Bay. He won a championship there. And then another as a coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it brings about a level of confidence that gives him instant credibility when he's talking to the team. And so I can tell you the team hangs on his every word. And because he's been, I guess, very practical in how he has built the team up, um, they do it. So, so DJ, whatever he asked him to do, whether it's already in, pre- in training camp where they were having these padded practices and they were kind of banging and thumping going on to, hey, let's take off the pads and let's go through more walkthrough periods so we really understand exactly what we're doing. He has the team's ear. And because they begin to have a level of success and they've seen how the team has improved, but particularly how the quarterback has improved, they're all in. And so when you have that kind of buy-in from your team, now you have an opportunity to take them to the next level. And so over the next three games, we'll have an opportunity to see if Doug can get this team to the next level. Who are a couple of the other guys on this roster? I know there might be folks out there who haven't seen a lot of Jags play this year. Uh, but who would be maybe two or three other names uh, to keep an eye on in, on this team? If they're going to make a run, they're going to get into the postseason and, and, and maybe even potentially make some noise once they get there. Um, who are some of these other names that you've got a chance to see grow uh, with this roster and are playing really well right now? Okay, so much like you get a chance to see the quarterback, right? It's real fun for you to cover the Chargers game because when the quarterback goes, the offense goes. And when you have an offense that is going, it's more entertaining to watch and talk about and discuss. So <laughs> the Chargers – you had a chance to watch the young receivers kind of develop. DeAndre Carter, Josh Palmer, some of those other guys when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were away. Well, then when those guys come back, now it's what we call musical chairs when it comes to the passing game. Mm-hmm. Well, when Doug came, came over, he talked about wanting to have that kind of approach. He talked about even in practice, they did a thing called musical chairs. And this is a good drill for the coaches out there. So you can imagine uh, we're going to run five straight plays. And, DJ, we're going to run the – same play five times, but at the end of each snap that we run, you got to line up in another spot. And so you can't line up in the same spot twice, uh-huh. but you got to line up in another spot within the formation to do it. 
And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to create a conceptual knowledge of the play. So everything is the same for the quarterback, but different for the defense. And so what that did early in the offseason, it allowed everyone to understand the entire offensive package when it came to the passing game. It gave Doug the flexibility to change the pieces on the chessboard to take advantage of matchups. And so now what you're getting is every week is a hot week. So I want to say last week, Zay Jones had over 100 yards, had three touchdowns. The week before, Evan Ingram had a 100-yard game. It might have been the week before that, Christian Kirk might have had a big game. And so from a passing game perspective, they don't necessarily have a true number one, but they have what I call a bunch of B-plus pass catchers. And at any moment, one of those guys can pop. And because you have that kind of talent with the musical chairs concept, this passing game is very difficult because you don't know who's the hot guy. And some of that is by design and some of that is just kind of it opens up in game, but it makes it a very, very difficult offense to defend. And then Travis Etienne has also made a major jump this year. He was hurt all of last year, but he's kind of given them what I would call kind of a Jamal Charles-like playmaker. Seriously, your banger, that's your number one, but he can get you 100 yards. It's, it's in a sneaky, clever, misdirection, deception type running game. But he's been able to be a big factor. And so when he gets going combined with the passing game, yeah, this team can zip up and down the field, and that's what we've seen. Yeah, I feel like we've talked a lot about the Jets, and we've talked about Zach Wilson a bunch on here, and we've kind of nailed down what we think this team is, what they're all about. It'll be an interesting challenge here for this Jags offensive line going up against the Jets defensive line that, well, got shut out last week against the Detroit Lions, something we haven't seen often uh, this year. That young, talented Detroit Lions offensive line played really well. We'll see how the Jags missing Cam Robinson at left tackle. Uh, we'll see how they block uh, yeah. these guys up front, Buck. Yeah, so 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 here's the thing, because you've done the, you've done the research, you know the work. So Walker Little have to play left tackle. You have Juwan Taylor, who yep. has a hamstring injury, playing right tackle. And so, man, what if that hamstring doesn't play right? Like, it kind of changes the thing. I think the big thing to watch in, Here's the thing that I'm leery on, right? I feel like it's kind of been a rain on Zach Wilson's parade. And I'm certainly not hoping that he has a great yeah. game tonight with the Jaguars. But I think we have to be careful with young quarterbacks kind of making some of these decisions and assessments right away. I mean, I don't, I don't oh, even no know question. how many games he has on his ledger. Like, he might not even be 25 games in his NFL career when it comes to starts. And yet we're ready to, like, just kind of throw the baby away with the bathwater. I just think you have to be really, really careful when it comes to that. It takes a while for quarterbacks to mature and improve. I can tell you in Jacksonville, DJ, prior to Trevor Lawrence getting hot like around week nine, man, there are people calling in talking about, hey, maybe they need to give C.J. Beathard a chance and all this other stuff. And I'm like, man, can you just see <laughs> the level of talent that my man has? And I think we've been around this to know that with quarterbacks who have talent, you want to give them every opportunity to fail out of the situation. And so even though we can talk about maybe a quirky personality and some of those other things, there's no denying the talent. It's about cultivating the talent, teaching him some of the other stuff, and then surrounding him with enough playmakers where his game can flourish. Yeah, he started 21 games, Buck. 21 games for him. Um, again, I feel like a lot of people have thrown I mean, DJ, in, in, a, in a 17-game <laughs> season, Crazy. right? So he started a season and not even a third. And we're ready to be like, oh, man, we got a punt on him. Ready to go. They, they got to dump him, trade him, get rid of him. I'm like, wow. Like, Think, think about this. Think just, about this. It's just and I know, early, and man. Look, it's just so early. I'm not going to open up Pandora's box here because we've 
we've talked about it a lot, and I'm sure we'll talk about it after this game next week. But um, they're they're five and three this year in games he started and eight games he started. And if you look back at last week and you don't mangle the clock at the end of that game, who knows? You know, maybe he's six and two, and you know, wins aren't a quarterback stat. I get it. But in those wins, Pittsburgh game, we're seeing some highlights of here. He made plays late in that game to help them win that game. He made some incredible plays at the end of this one uh, this past week against Detroit to help them you know, have a chance to get back and win that game. So I don't know. I, it, it's early. I think people uh, love to jump on guys, and he has definitely been that guy. Uh, quickly, Buck, before we uh, get out of this A block, I want to touch on the uh, Pro Bowl roster that came out at I'm not huge on it. I don't really care in terms of, you know, people thinking that this is the be all end all. I think I was talking to a coach last night. He brought up a great point and he was talking with some of his players were frustrated with how it, it shook out with the Pro Bowl. And he said, look, the, you know, the Pro Bowl is not necessarily the great indicator of who you are as a player. Your contract usually is more of a, a better indicator of that because you get to the market and the whole league has access to your abilities. The market will tell you who, who thinks you're good in this league. Uh, whereas some of the Pro Bowl stuff can get away from you a little bit. The one name that I thought was a little bit egregious, when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they had, I think, eight guys, which is a lot of guys, but Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. should have been a Pro Bowler. I think he's got 10 sacks as a defensive tackle. He's been a pretty dominant player for a group that leads the league in sacks by a considerable number and is on a record pace uh, when it comes to sacks as a group. He's been a big part of that. So that would be the one I thought was a pretty egregious snub. Yeah, it is egregious. And normally when you have the number one team in football, they – Normally, anybody who's close gets denied. Uh, I will say this about the Pro Bowl berth, and, and this goes back to a conversation I had with a, a old teammate, Robert Massey, who made one Pro Bowl in his career, but I think he made it his rookie season. And he said, young buck, no matter what they say, they always have to reference me as Pro Bowl. And so it does matter in terms of titles <laughs> and those things. But I, yeah. look, I, 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 I get it. And it is disappointing because you have the fan vote, you have the players vote, and then sometimes I feel like players – don't necessarily take it seriously when it comes to the voting. Um, but there's not a better system to be able to do it. I would say the snub that comes to mind for me will be Christian McCaffrey. Um, and I know Christian McCaffrey going over from the Carolina Panthers to the San Francisco 49ers. There are a lot of things made about his injuries and those things at Carolina his final couple of seasons. But since he's been with the San Francisco 49ers, I think you and I both will agree, DJ, this is the Christian McCaffrey that we expected to see when we watched him at Stanford. This is a guy that is a dynamic weapon who can do it as a runner and receiver. Since he's come over to the 49ers, he has 880 scrimmage yards. That means he is averaging 110 scrimmage yards per game. So as a runner receiver, he is dominating. He's doing it exactly how you want to do it. And on a week-by-week basis, they can decide whether to feature him heavily in the running game or if they want to take advantage of the matchups in the passing game. And the funny thing is, I firmly believe that Kyle Shanahan hasn't even scratched the surface on how he can utilize Christian McCaffrey. I think the postseason would be because I expect him to be a monster in the playoffs. Hey, no doubt. Um, he's uh, he's somebody that's just getting started there. And you mentioned it. I think there are going to be other avenues they haven't even explored with him because he's so he's so unique um, with the different things he can do. And you get a chance to explore that a little bit more uh, as we head to the postseason. Wrapping up the Pro Bowl thing, I talked about that Eagles defensive line buck. I didn't just realize this looking at it now. Hassan Reddick, 12 sacks, Hargrave, 10 sacks, Sweat, nine and a half, Brandon Graham, eight and a half. They can, they could end up with four players having double digit sacks. I don't know. That, that surely that's never happened before. I can't imagine we've ever seen anything like that before, Buck. It's never happened. I think they had some nickname. Um, I think Steven knows. Was it Sackdelphia or something, something silly that 
they put together, but I do know they're number <laughs> one. They're, 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 they're like number one in two categories, like they're number one in sacks and they're number one in takeaways. And so, DJ, when we've talked about team yeah. building on, on this show, we talked about, hey, you have your offense where you can run it and do all the stuff that they can do. And then you talk about having pass rushers and corners. And when you look at the way that that team is constructed, they have a championship roster because up front they can rush you without having to blitz. And in the back end, they have corners, cover corners. James Bradbury, uh, you have Darius Slay. Both of those guys can hold their own within this scheme. And so to me, it's the perfect construction of a roster. And I hate to tell the rest of the league this, but it's only going to get worse because all those picks that they have in the draft to either acquire young talent or to ship and trade away to get more talent, it's a problem. And so hats off to Howie and the staff because they have done a really good job of, I mean, I guess doing a rebuild on the fly, if we can call it, because I never felt like they were ever out of the mix. But they've rebuilt the team while still being very competitive. And now, man, they're, they're kind of the bully on the block in the NFC. No doubt. Um, well, this is a uh, this is an Eagles team that's already punched their ticket for the postseason. The game that you're going to be at, two teams efforting to get there. That's the Jags, the Jets. That's 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video, also available on NFL+. Plus. Some of you might already be watching the game right now uh, as you're checking us out here on this show. I want to remind you it's a season for miracles and for the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. NFL Network is celebrating with a rematch for the ages. The Las Vegas Raiders play the Pittsburgh Steelers live in primetime this Christmas Eve. The Holiday Classic, December 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. We're going to look at some of the most dangerous wildcard teams as we march towards the postseason. We'll see you right after this break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating up to eight passengers. Yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime games on your phone or tablet, 45-minute game replays with NFL Plus Premium, and more. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Go to plus.nfl.com and sign up now. DJ, you know, this is, we talked about it. This is the fun part of the year because we're, we're, we're getting down the stretch. Uh, we only have a handful of games left and we're seeing teams kind of, kind of line up pole position to get into the postseason. Some <laughs> of these teams are already secured as division titleists, but then these other teams are wild cards. And unlike previous years, now the wild card is wide open. You only have one team in each conference that has a, a, a bye. Everybody else has to play. And so no matter where you get in, you just want to get into the tournament. And so it makes it really dangerous if you're one of these teams that kind of sneaks in the back door, you still have an opportunity to kind of make a run. And so in thinking about those teams, the teams that are kind of on the fringes, who are some of the teams that you think might be most dangerous if they get into the tournament? Well, I always say the same thing when we're talking about teams that you keep an eye on heading into the postseason. And there's literally two items that I check off the list. It's do you have a high-end quarterback that can help kind of carry you through a little bit of a run? And do you have a pass rush? Because in the postseason, those are the two things that matter maybe more than anything else. Being able to get after the quarterback, affect the quarterback, and having one of your own that can make things happen and make plays. And if we start in the AFC, Buck, that's... First and foremost, when you look at the top three seeds, we've talked about it before, but when you look at Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow, like 
you better have an offense that at least has the capabilities of getting to 30 points. And you better have a mm-hmm. pass rush that can try and slow that train down a little bit with those guys. So when I look at those teams, you know, the Ravens, you know, Lamar comes back. Okay, you've got a, you've got a quarterback and they can play the game a little differently there. And that's a dangerous group. But pass rush wise, I don't know that that pass rush, you know, instills a ton of fear mm-hmm. into me. Um, you know, when I look at them, I can pull up the I'll pull up the stats here just so I can, you know, make sure that I'm not missing something. But when I look at them as a, uh, you know, as a defense and I look at what they have up front, I don't think they're in the same group as some of these other ones that that we see along the AFC. So when we look at sack leaders, Baltimore's up there. I mean, they've got 42 sacks, so they're still up there. One, two, three, four. They're fifth in the league in sacks. But I still, I think that's a combination of how they're getting home. Justin Houston's had a good year, but I don't, I don't fear that. They don't have a dominant with the stats. Say they don't have a pass rusher. Yeah, no, to take it over. To take it over. Yeah, they have it. They have a a, what we call a a smoke and mirrors pass rush. They do it by design, uh, more by scheming as opposed to just superiority at the point of attack. And maybe you can continue to out scheme everybody when you get into the postseason. But when you're playing against the better teams. Sometimes you just got to have a guy that is better than the, op- the opponent's guy, and that guy wins. And so I'm going to take that. I'm going to take what you said because that is the recipe. You got to have a superstar quarterback, and you need to have a dominant pass rush. Well, the team that you cover every week, the Chargers, they're the team that's really ripe to make a run. Okay, they've dealt with all the adversity throughout the course of the year. Brandon Staley has talked about all the things that they had to overcome just to get to this point. They now are getting back healthy and having all of their guys back and ready to go. Okay, so offensively, we talked about Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. You have the emergence of DeAndre Carter. You have Josh Palmer. You have other weapons. You have Austin Eckler, who's playing at a nice level, making plays. You have Justin Herbert, who I still think can take his game up a notch, even though each and every week we see him play at a superstar level. Defensively, yeah, we can talk about their running game issues and that, but every now and then Brandon Staley pulls out a, a performance where he reminds you that, You know, he's pretty clever. He's pretty creative. And in a matchup league against the right team, they can give people problems. And so when you have Derwin James and you have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and those guys, you have enough star power on the defense to make a handful of plays. Because remember, we're not talking about necessarily being able to shut you out. We're talking about being able to play complimentary defense where my offense is scoring points. And now all I have to do is get a handful of stops and I got to be able to close the game out. And closing the game out comes down to the pass rush. And so, yeah, the Chargers are well positioned to be one of those teams that we talk about being a lower seed who might find their way into the championship game. Yeah, I know, you know, Ravens fans are probably hammering me because Justin Houston has nine sacks. He's been their go-to edge rusher. And I know when you look at the Chargers stat totals, you just brought them up, Buck. The stats are not there because Bosa hadn't played. Khalil Mack's got seven. Mm -hmm. But when you get Bosa back and he's taking his time to come back because he wants to come back healthy and you enter into a playoff game, Joey Bosa can take over a game on the edge. You know, I think he's somebody you have to worry about. And then that frees up Khalil Mack with that two-headed monster, which we haven't seen all year long. So throw the stats, the regular season stats, where it's kind of a group effort, as you were mentioning. In the playoffs, it's about some of that individual effort, winning one-on-ones and and beating good players. And I think if you get Joey Bosa back, you got a chance to do that. The Dolphins... I think they have guys that can win up front uh, on their defensive line as well. And you look at Tua with their passing offense. I think what they did going on the road against Buffalo, I think you've got to put them as a team that could make a run. They could go on and they we saw them with Buffalo. I think they can compete with Kansas City, and I think they can compete with Cincinnati. I think they're they're a team that you got to worry about in the postseason. 
Yeah, you absolutely have to worry about them in the postseason. Here's here's the caveat, though. They got to get back to running the football. And I know there's a fascination. Mike McDaniel wants to push the ball down the field, and he wants to throw it to the speedsters. But they have such a good running game when they commit to it that that could be the path to really open up the field for Tyreek Hill and others. And so a lot of it depends on the play caller. If Mike McDaniel will just commit to running the ball and running the ball like frequently, 25, 28 times, the Dolphins have more than enough weapons to be able to do it. And I think what you want to do with their defense, their defense is solid, but I won't say it's overwhelming. And so you want to minimize the opportunities that they have to go on the field. And the one thing you can do that is by shrinking the game with the running attack. And so if they play a certain way, yeah, they can be very, very problematic for teams that have to face them in the postseason. So I think we're, you know, those are the teams, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins, in whatever order. I think we both, and, you know, kind of listen to this discussion, you'll probably put the Chargers there as the most dangerous, if they're healthy, and, and Bosa comes back to what he's been. I think they've got a chance to be a really dangerous group, but the Dolphins and the Ravens as well. NFC-wise, not as many good uh, teams, I think, capable of going on a run in terms of wildcard teams. Buck, are we, uh, are we both singing the same song here with the Cowboys, I would imagine? I mean, yeah, I mean, but I'm worried about their run defense. Yeah, but they are talented enough to make a run. And if they use their offense to be their best defense, yeah, they can do it. I will say the one thing that Cowboys fans should be able to lean to is Tyron Smith came back last week. And what they did is they put him at right tackle, left Tyler Smith at left tackle. And so now what you have is a situation where you have Tyron Smith and Zach Morton on the same side. Um, They started to do this. They ran the ball 41 times against the Jaguars. And they only averaged 3.9 yards per carry. But, DJ, in my mind, what I could envision, this team being a real heavy ground-and-pound team as you get into the postseason. Dak Prescott struggling with the turnovers. Hey, let's lean on Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, run the ball more. And then when it comes to Michael Parsons, because I thought about you when I'm sitting there on the field level, Michael Parsons runs past Brandon Sheriff on a sack. DJ, he ran past him so quickly Um, that it was the matchup that you talk about, being able to put number 11 on any guard and allowing him to utilize his speed and quickness to get home. That is a problem, and it's going to be a problem for people in the postseason. The other area where the Cowboys are struggling, the corner opposite Trayvon Diggs has been a revolving door. They got young players playing there. They're susceptible to double moves and big plays. They have a few things that they need to shore up before they get in the postseason, before you can really say that this is a title contender. But they certainly have enough talent to be able to do it. It would be up to Dan Quinn to get those, those those issues rectified so they can play their best in the postseason. And I think you look at the Giants and the Commanders, they have defensive fronts that can keep them in games. I like when you talk about that formula, quarterback, pass rush. I think both those teams have uh, upside there with their front. And getting to get Chase Young back here for the Commanders this week, that'll add to their group. We know what the – the Giants look like as Kayvon Thibodeau starting to take that next step, and and your guy Big Dexter in there as well. So they've got they've got a group that's that's strong and impressive. I just don't think either one of those teams have the quarterback currently where they could go on any type of a deep run in the playoffs. No, they don't have the firepower. But here is the problem with playing those teams, and I would say let's point out the Giants in particular. Their style lends for them to always be in the game, right? They're they're the team that doesn't necessarily mess the game up. Okay, so they're not going to turn it over. They play really good red zone defense. They have a star running back where they can feed him, and they're not afraid to feed him 30 to 35 times. And then there are enough players on their defensive front that can take it over. You talk about Dexter Lawrence. You talk about Kayvon Thibodeau, who had a big game last week against the Commanders. Uh, Some of the other guys, Aziz Ojalari, they have enough where they can create enough turnovers and kind of steal some points to really make it tight on you. 
And so that record that you see in the lower third, eight, two and one in one possession games in the playoffs where the pressure makes the game tighter and you feel the ebbs and flows of games. The Giants are a team that is a little tricky. And so depending on the matchup, who they're paired against in the postseason. Yeah, they could be a team that gives you a little problem. I can't think, I don't think they can go to the title game, but I definitely think they can win a game if they yeah. match up with the right opponent in the first round. Man, no doubt. Um, so there you have it. A little, uh, a little look ahead here to the postseason and these teams that get in, that could all change here as we uh, finish up these last three weeks of the season. Again, looking forward to that. Uh, fun chat there, Buck. We're going to come back. We're going to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit. We're going to get to a wish list for the teams picking in the top five, see if we can't find a way to help them out and give them a very happy holiday. We'll do that right after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my day. <laughs> 
Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Buck, as we head towards Christmas, head towards the holidays here, we've got the top teams in the upcoming draft in terms of the top five picks. I thought we could kind of stuff their stocking a little bit here, just in terms of position uh, a direction we think they could go here with these teams holding the top five picks. And we can start with the first one here, the Houston Texans holding the first overall pick. Uh, you get to shop for them. What do you want to do here? Well, I mean, I think for them, they wanted to do the Davis Mills experiment. But now I think it's very obvious they need a quarterback. You know, they let a franchise quarterback out of the building in Deshaun Watson. They need to bring a franchise quarterback back. And so the board is wide open for them. We can talk about the top candidates in the draft. You can talk about Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. You can talk about Will Levis. Whoever it is, they have to find the guy that is the right fit for how this team wants to go. And before they do it, they got to figure out who's going to be the coach there long term, whether it's Lovey Smith or somebody else. All hands need to be on deck. they got to be in agreement on how this team wants to play long term. And then they just need to make sure they make the appropriate pick to fit the playing style and the vision for how this team should be built. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking quarterback with them. I mean, I think this is the time. They've got the first pick. It's going to be a chance to try and get this thing up and running. They don't have the quarterback on campus. It just feels to me like that's that's a direction they end up going. And we've talked a lot about these guys in, in this class, and we'll get to it as we get a little bit closer. But, you know, I, I can make a strong case that Bryce Young, with his skill set mm-hmm. and how he plays, could fit, could work there uh, with the Houston Texans. The Bears with the second overall pick, Buck, I think it's a, it's got to be offense. It's got to be a combination. Uh, when you look at at the Bears with the number two overall pick of a playmaker uh, or an offensive lineman, and I don't know that with the second pick, a playmaker is going to be worth that second overall pick. So yeah. I think you're probably looking at an offensive line, and maybe you're, you're trying to get the heck out of there, trade back. Maybe somebody wants to come up for a quarterback and position yourself a little bit better. Yeah, it's funny because their their pick may not match the board and their needs. You know, it may not match the value of what a playmaker, um, a playmaker too, man, we're talking about a, a gold jacket worthy guy. And I don't know if there's that player in the draft. And so if they can get out, it would probably be more beneficial for them to get out to get extra picks and to find a player that is more appropriate value where they're selecting. If not, then it's about the offensive tackle. It's about finding a way to protect the franchise. And that's Justin Fields. And if you can go this road with Justin Fields, being the quarterback that he's been playing the way that he's played. Yeah. You got to make sure you protect him. And Oh, by the way, I'll say this and I'm gonna say this to the bears. If Justin Fields is going to continue to play that way somewhere in the draft, you need to draft another guy that is very similar Get another one? to him in terms of style of play, yeah. because he's already shown he's been beat up a little bit or whatever, just like the Ravens have had to use Tyler Huntley and those things. You need to have another guy on campus that can do some of the same things that, Justin Fields can do so your offense doesn't have to change. 
Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, interesting thoughts there with the Bears. Seahawks, third overall pick, courtesy of the Denver Broncos and the Russell Wilson trade. Uh, what are you thinking uh, for them? Where would you go here for the little Christmas wish list? Well, if I put on my, my Pete Carroll Nike Monarchs and begin to think like he would think, it's going to be a pass rusher. There's going to be somewhere on the somebody on the yep. front line that can disrupt the passer because when you go think, uh, we all the creatures of habit, right? And so Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl when they were able to run the football. They had efficient quarterback play, but they had a dominant defense. Uh, they had the Legion of Boom. And when I look, I kind of see the recreation of the Legion of Boom with Kobe Bryant and then Tariq Woolen. So now they need another pass rusher to give them what they had up front when they had Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill and Chris Clemens and all those guys playing on the front line. They need a pass rusher. And so there you see it. My man from Alabama, uh, I would kindly take him. And if he's available with the second, third overall pick, we are going to run. You'd be okay with that? Because he's a guy. I mean, that wouldn't be a hard one. We don't need to call and do the verification and all that stuff that we normally do as scouts to, hey, I need to talk to him and his mom and dad. Nope, we're going to hand the card in and we'll figure it out because he is a really talented player. And I think he'd be the perfect fit in that defense. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Uh, I also look at defensive uh, interior guys. You look at Jalen Carter could be an option there as well. Just any type of defensive lineman, front oh, seven, yeah. dominant players that can make an impact. I think they'll be able to find one there. The Lions, um, again, this is courtesy of the Rams. So a couple teams picking up here that are having good seasons, um, but picking high because of trades. They have uh, the pick from the Rams. Defensive tackle to me for the Lions. I like what they've got on the outside now. You're seeing James Houston come along, along with Aiden Hutchinson. I wouldn't mind, and I like Aleem McNeil, but putting another defensive tackle in the mix there, kind of build that wave of a defensive line. Um, that's the direction I would go for a team that already has a really good offensive line. Continue to add resources to that defensive front. Yeah, no, it's funny. I mean, the Lions are kind of like the perfect example of how you can do this thing through the draft. Like, they're kind of piecing it together. You look at the rookie class and how the rookie class is performing. They have four rookie starters or rookie players that are playing heavy in rotation that have contributed to the team. And we talked about it. You have to be able to build your team in the trenches. And so they've done a great job on offense. But now, fortify the defensive line. You have to get Aiden Hutchinson an interior playmate. Because if you give him someone on the inside that can command some attention, man, his game will explode at the next level. Much like we saw uh, what Justin Smith was able to do when Alden Smith was in San Francisco and what some of these talented D-tackle, edge rusher combinations have been able to do. That's what I would want for Aiden Hutchinson. So, yeah, I'm looking. I'm scouring, looking for the best pass rushing defensive tackle that I can find, and I want to put him in place and put him in the line uniform. All right, last one here. Uh, the Cardinals, they hold the fifth pick. I'm going to give you two options I'm going to let you pick here. Which one would you rather go? Which direction? Look at the offensive line. A lot of holes up there. Uh, you can also look at the corner position where they desperately need some assistance as well. So between those two, which way are you going? Uh, normally the fall off is more dramatic at the offensive line. So if I can get the best offensive lineman, I'm going to take the best offensive player to kind of fix that offensive line. I know my guy Kyler Murray may not be back for most of the year next year, but I still need to think about it, building the team with him and mine. We've signed him. He's going to be there. We paid him a bunch of money. I want to protect him. Uh, I think we can find corners um, down the line. I think we can find those guys in, in later rounds. So I don't know if I want to get a corner in the top five. Um you know, it, it, yeah, I'm, right now I'm leaning towards the offense, making sure that the quarterback is everything that he needs to be the player that he should be and can, that he can be uh, in Arizona. The third option there would be an edge rusher as well because they uh, they have some needs out there on the edge. Look, they, they earned their pick up there, picking up there uh, with the – I mean, they need – the, they, they could address. They need a lot, DJ. It's, it's funny to watch this team and to think about yeah. 
you know, team is a playoff team a year ago and they have so many holes and so many things they have to fill. It's almost like, I mean, like a full rebuild project because it's an old team. And, and, and so like when you're old like that, they got to flip the script and flip it in a hurry. No doubt. Um, all right. Well, this has been a fun one. Uh, hope you have a wonderful game, Buck, this evening. Again, if you're listening or watching right now, you might even be watching this ball game. So uh, hopefully it's a fun one. Stay dry out there. Uh, everybody be safe this weekend as we head towards Christmas and the holidays. Travel safe. I know the weather is, is brutal back east. So uh, please, please be careful as you drive and travel and get to your uh, get to your loved ones safely. Uh, appreciate all you guys hanging with us. Appreciate you supporting the show. Uh, appreciate you checking out all the Move 6 content on YouTube, NFL.com, the NFL app as well. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you next time right here on Move the Sticks. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Monogram at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. This is the lunch rush at your local deli. Orders are flying in. Online, on the phone, and in person. Order for Nick. So is it possible that fast internet could help your business outrun the rush? It is with Comcast Business. Powering your connected devices with gig speed Wi-Fi and fast downloads and uploads. With Comcast Business, next level speed isn't just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Requires gigabit internet and compatible router. Actual speeds vary.